Do you have faith, Sydney? What are you? Do you know me? Do you know what I am? Do you want to know my name? Tell me. This is what I am called. I am called Glad of War, Grim, Rata, and Third. I am one-eyed. I am also called Highest, the True Guesser, and Grimnir, and the Hooded One. I am All-Father, Gondlier, Wandbearer. I have as many names as there are winds, as many titles as there are ways to die. My ravens are Hugin and Munin, thought and memory. My wolves are Freaky and Gary. My horse is the gallows. I am Odin! A beautiful, beautiful, dramatic interpretation by the one and only Shu Marley. A uh, thank you. A uh, thank you. Uh, welcome to Simone Shay. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And if you haven't guessed, this episode <laughs> is about Odin. Ah, oh, the Almighty. The Almighty. And that was a great intro for it. Uh, because the first thing I have in my notes is that he is known by over 170 names. Yeah, man. There's Ooh. a lot. There's a lot. Uh, the reason I wanted to do this episode is um, American Gods is one of my favorite books. It's a great audio book. Uh, Neil Gaiman reads it himself. And oh. then the American Gods TV show came out. Yeah. And that's great. And when I saw that you had bought the book... I said, let's do this shit. Yeah, I'm currently reading it. So I watched the first season of the show. I watched that and then I was like, I can't wait for the next season. Give me that book. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend everyone check out American Gods, the audiobook. And then also I listened to Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology to fall asleep a lot. Because oh. he has a soothing British voice that makes my pussy feel both wet and safe. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll stop making everyone in the world uncomfortable. Tell me about Odin. Okay. So this dude, he's known by over 170 names. And he's a character from Germanic mythology. But most written records of him come from the 13th century in Iceland. So he is predominantly associated with Norse mythology. Oh, okay. Um, I did write down what Germanic peoples, what they are. Oh, Because I yes. was like, what, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is that? G Germanic peoples. Um, here's what Wikipedia told me. So I don't know. I believe it. Indo-European ethno-linguistic group of Northern European origin. Modern ethnic groups descended from Germanic peoples include uh, Austrians, Danes, Dutch, English, Germans, Norwegians, Swedes, and Africaners. Okay. All, all right. right. I'm glad you looked that up because I did not. Yeah. I was just going to act like we all knew what it meant. We all know what Germanic oh. peoples are. We went to public schools. We're doing fine. <laughs> um, so... According to the 11th century chronicler, Adam of Bremen, Odin, quote, rules war and gives people strength against the enemy, unquote. 
Okay. So he's a very powerful character, uh, but everyone in Norse mythology is. Uh, but he's also associated with wisdom, knowledge, and poetry. So he's a sensitive side. Yeah. He's dreamy. <laughs> he is dreamy. Oh, we're going to get to that. We are going to get to how I think Odin might be my dream man. Oh, okay. And by that, I mean he's a god and no man yeah. on earth can satisfy me. So, <laughs> so, so Odin was a big player in the Poetic Edda, which was a compilation made in the 13th century. It used source materials dating back to pagan times, uh, but it basically was like, a compilation of history and myths put into poems. And the best known poem in the Poetic Edda is Voluspa, or Prophecy of the Volva. Ooh. I'm so excited about this. Yeah. So it's not spelled Volva. It's spelled Volva. Uh, but they're female shamans or seers. And there's no way that that word is not related to vulva, which is what we know as women's external genitals. Yes. So I like the idea that you can, that your pussy is named after a shaman. Yeah. Goddess seer. Because we're healing. Because we're healing. The world with our fucking pussy. And if anyone wants to see into the future, just go down on me. <laughs> You'll learn some shit. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> that would be so amazing. You're like, my vagina sees all. Oh, just close your eyes and lick, and you'll it see must the future. Be licked first. It'll to grant see the prophecies. <laughs> you'll get wisdom from it, Odin. You're on a quest for wisdom. Oh my gosh. So, um, in this poem, mm -hmm. an undead vulva gives Odin wisdom from the past and foretells Ragnarok. Which we all know from the Thor movie, Thor Ragnarok, which I haven't seen. <laughs> Me neither. Okay. Uh, but Ragnarok is this destruction and rebirth of the world. So okay. in the Norse myths, they're all leading up to this thing, Ragnarok, that has been foretold that it'll happen. And it's going to be an all-out war and, like, shit's going to go down. Is it, like, the end of days? Yes. Like, Christian end of days? I think it's very similar situation? to okay. the Revelations yes, sort Revelations. of thing. Okay. Yeah, where it's, like, shit's going to blow up and then be rebuilt. Okay. Um, we live in a place, a time and place and space where I hope shit blows up and has to re <laughs> rebuild. But um, what are you going to do, you know? It's happening. I mean, I yeah. don't know. It's end days. Uh, that's that's how I grew up, too. It's like the end of days. The new world order. order is happening. I mean, uh, don't get me started. Britain People have been thinking shit's terrible since the beginning of Yeah, time, they're so. always foretelling. Like when uh, Britain was considering going over to the Europe the euro my parents were like it's the one world order and illuminati illuminati rapture jesus yeah. fucking christ so odin let's talk about his family yes tell me because i know thor is his son yes but what else is going on his mom was a frost giantess named Ooh. bestla she's Ooh. big and icy <laughs> <laughs> and his father bore was the father of all Asgardians. And Asgard is one of the nine worlds in the Norse mythology universe. Okay. There's nine worlds. Um, and Odin has many sons. Because he's... 
this is the thing about gods is like they bang everybody and they're so fertile yeah they just will they'll put a baby in you yeah and so you got to be careful they just um, look at you. They boom, just, boom, pregnant. boom, baby, 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 <laughs> baby. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why we aren't doing educational puppet shows. Right? Um, we're just doing elementary schools with our puppets. Uh, so anyways, he has many sons. Notably, he has Thor. And Thor was mothered by Odin's lover, Joro, who happens to be the mother of Earth. And she's oh. very similar to Gaia okay. in other uh, mythologies. So mother of Earth, mother of Thor, just Odin's lover. Odin does have a wife, and she's a goddess named Frigg. And they have a son with a really unfortunate name, Balder. Balder? Balder. Balder? Like, he's more bald. Aww. I mean, he's got to be more bald than Thor because Thor has those lovely locks. Balder. And you don't hear a lot about Balder, <laughs> but you hear a lot about Thor. Yeah. They're piling around. Hot. Yeah, can you imagine? Mm. Oh, okay. Hit me with that hammer. Damn. Oof. Um, Odin also helped create the world by slaying a primordial being named Ymir. Okay. I don't really know what Ymir looked like, but apparently he needed to be killed to create our world. Oh. Because he was just this primordial beast. Uh-huh. Um, and then Odin gave life to the first humans, and they were named Ask and Embla, which is also the same as, uh, in their language, an ash tree and an elm, elm tree. Okay. So they're named after trees. They love nature. I do, too. I see. You have a lot in common. That's why I'm pagan. There we go. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Ask and Embla are the parents of all humans, which is why Odin named himself the All-Father. Oh. He is the father of all of us. Yes. And as I like to say, he's Urbuddy's daddy. <laughs> Okay. I just want to let you know that I've been saying that all week when people ask me what the next show is. Oh, really? I say, Odin, everybody's daddy. <laughs> and they love it. I hope so. Uh, I hope someone finds me amusing. At least 10 people do. Yes. There are at least 10 people <laughs> on this earth that find me amusing, and that's good. I do. There we go. See? I'm here. <laughs> You're willing to be in a room with a closed door with me. <laughs> I know I can't get up till this is over. <laughs> she was currently strapped to her chair. It's like misery, uh, but instead of writing a book, I threaten to hobble you if you don't record a podcast. Help me. Help me. Yep. Just just do the podcast, shoe, um, and I'll let you out. Everything's fine. You'll get your soup. We're all fine. Everyone's fine. <laughs> no one is being held here against their no. will. I love Sydney. Oh, thank you. I love you, Shu. Oh, thank you. All right, let's not make eye contact while we say that. It's too... <laughs> it's too real, man. It's, it's too, too real. real. I'm going to keep my eyes closed for the rest of this podcast. That's also kind of weird. <laughs> but speaking of eyes... <laughs> She opened one eye because let's talk about what Odin looks like. He does have one eye. He's a one-eyed wanderer. I mean, he had two. He's not a cyclops. What happened to his other eye? Well, we'll get to oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. But if we're if we want to like recognize this dude on spot, if he's not shape-shifting, which we find out he can do, his normal state is he has one eye and he has a long beard and a cloak, a broad hat. 
So I don't know how I feel about the cloak and the broad hat, but I think I'm into the one eye and the long beard. Okay. Um, he also has a spear named Goongear. Yes. And it's important to name your weapons. That's yeah. kind of hot. Yeah. This is Goongear. Goongear. Uh-huh. Um, and as you uh, said in the opening monologue, he has some animal familiars. Yes. Uh, he has two wolves, Geary and Frankie. Which I just keep reading as Jerry and Frank. I I might have said Gary. I, I mean, don't know. It's spelled as like Jerry. Jerry, is it Jerry? Jerry's close enough. Jerry and Frank are the uh-huh. wolves, and then he has some ravens named Hoogan and Moonin. Yeah, and uh, Odin rides an eight-legged steed named Sleipnir. Oh. and this eight-legged steed takes him across the sky and into the underworld. It's I like, like that he has a lot of animals. Yeah. That's cool. He's living a good life, really. He's got this cool uh, spear. Did I say it was a yeah. spear or a sword? A spear. He's got a spear. He's got all these animal friends. His horse has eight legs. And it's like, you know those cars they used to try to make where it was like a car boat? You could just drive it in yes. the water and it, they weren't really a hit. Yeah. But he's got this steer that's kind of like that. It can go in the sky or the underworld. And it can go so fast with its eight legs. Yeah, it's just galloping. So yeah. um that's cool. Good. Yeah, we could we could all use one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to the underworld. Ooh, I don't know. I just want to give like Hades shit for stealing Persephone, and that's a whole different set yeah. of myths. And I've never forgiven Hades for it. So Ugh. It's rough. It's really rough having rough, um, guys. having anger at <laughs> mythological figures yes. for shit that never happened. Um, yes, it <clears throat> did. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think about it a lot. I think about poor Persephone. We'll she, have to cover her. Oh, Jesus. She was a sun child. Oh. She had to go live in the underworld. Anyways. <laughs> why can't I relate to other people? You just look so sad saying that. I get she had a little paint. We'll get into it. Okay. I can't. I don't want to ruin yeah. it. But yeah, I think okay. about Persephone a lot. <laughs> Persephone. <laughs> Persephone. I, just love, I love when I'm trying to have conversations with other, other human beings and their concerns. <laughs> They're so mad about whatever the fuck Trump said that day. And I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And I'm like, you know what I'm really upset about? You know, it's really been plaguing me since 2016. (laughs) Persephone. Persephone. Never forget. (laughs) No one ever talks about Persephone. Um, So Odin is on a never ending quest for wisdom. So I like him. He's a professorial type. He will do anything to get more knowledge. He'll take out student loans. Um, he will. Like, is he killing people? Well, well, he is the god of war, right? Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Um, so one of the things that he does is he goes by many names and disguises to attain knowledge. Oh. So I wrote down a really good example of this. Okay. Uh, come with me on a journey. Take me there. Oh, I'm taking you. <laughs> Uh, so Odin really wanted this thing called the mead of poetry and whoever drinks this mead becomes a scholar. And we talked about mead last week on yeah. alcohol. So it all, con- you have to stay in the Simonche universe cause it does all intersect. Yes. Um, but whoever drinks this mead, they become a scholar. They can recite any information or answer any question 
And Odin works a beautiful long con to get this. This isn't a guy who's going around like stabbing people and taking stuff. Like he's working long cons because he does want this knowledge. Um, so rather than just be like, I'm going to kill whoever guards the mead. Yeah. He's got a better idea. Oh. So he's going along. He meets nine slaves and they're scything hay and he offers to sharpen their scythes. And they're so impressed with what a good job he did. Uh, they want to buy his whetstone so they can sharpen their own scythes because these are super dedicated slaves. And they're like, we want to be the best slaves ever. <laughs> um, I, I thought that part was really weird. Uh, yeah. But so he throws the whetstone in the air and they all run to catch it and they kill each other fighting for it, which is weird because they could have shared it. Yeah, that's like some real dedication, man. Yeah, they all wanted to be the owner of the whetstone. Um, so all the slaves are dead. They killed each other because uh, of his trickery. And then Odin goes and he introduces himself as Bolvery to this guy named Bogey. And he asks, hey, my name's uh, Bulvery. Can I spend the night at your house? Bogey. And Bogey just happens to be the brother of Sutting, uh-huh. who is the current keeper of the Mead of Poetry. Oh, shit. See what I'm saying he's here? He's like, Bogey, isn't it cool? Like, we both have B names. We both- <laughs> like, we're really alike. We have a lot, lot of ways. And I noticed you're kind of lonely because you don't have any slaves to talk to. So can I like crash at your place tonight? <laughs> um, and he does. And Bogey is, they're just talking. They're uh-huh. shooting the shit. And Bogey's like, business is really bad because all my slaves are dead. And Odin, as what did I say his name was? Bulvery. Yeah. Says, oh, I can do the work of nine slaves in exchange for a taste of that mead. Oh. Yeah. So Bogey agrees without even consulting his brother Sutting. Uh-oh. And Odin sets to work. Do you know, does Bogey know that the mead is special? Yes. Oh, okay. But Bogey is, I guess, business is so bad and he just yeah, so much. He's desperate. It's like um, when, yeah, someone's like, oh, yeah, no, man, like my my, my buddy's a producer. He'll produce your mixtape. But yeah. it's like, why don't you talk to your buddy first before you make promises for him? Uh, but that, they didn't know. They didn't know about like the mixtape thing and the burn right. and they hadn't seen Hustle and Flow. Okay. Because, okay. yeah. Bogey doesn't know. He doesn't know. Um, so Odin works all summer, all fall into the winter and finally says, all right, I'm done. I'm ready to wet my whistle. Give me that mead. Yeah. And they, Bogey and Odin go over to Sutting's house and knock 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 can we have some of that mead because i totally promised i promised my buddy some of your shit yeah and Sutting says no and more or less slams the door in their face oh no i know and this isn't gonna fly Uh uh-uh. because odin bulvery is owed some shit so they leave and odin has bogey drill a hole so that he can transform into a snake he can slither into the place where Sutting's daughter, Gunlod, was guarding the mead. Oh. And so that's what he does. He, like, slithers through this hole and then is, like, maybe when her back is turned, he turns back into a human. And they spend three days together. Like, Odin's fucking her and drinking that mead for three days. What? And then he decides he's gotten enough 
what? of it. He's absorbed enough of the like, the poetry. I got my meat on. I got my meat on. <laughs> yes. And so then he turns into an eagle and flies away. Oh. So these yeah. are the sort of things that he does to get okay. knowledge. He's just always like, how can I get more knowledge? You know what I like about it, too, is like, he's so chill. He's like, no, nah, I got time. I'm going to work for you for like two summers and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I can do that. That's fine. I, I'm i chilling. I respect that about him. He yeah. knows what he wants. He's that serious about knowledge that it's not like. It's not like a pirate sort of thing where he's just kind of taking and grabbing what he can get instantly. He's yeah. willing to say, this is something I want and I will work for it and figure out a way that I can get it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. master of the long con. Yeah. Um, but he also has a job. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah. Like he's his job isn't to just be a wanderer and gain knowledge? No, he has to do a job. What is it? He oversees Valhalla, where okay. he receives half of those who die in battle. Yes. In case you were wondering, the other half are received by Freya in Folkvanger. I know you were worried. Where does the other half go? I was. What's Folkvanger? It's just another... An, another place? Another world. Are these like Norse like heavens? I think so. Okay. And the souls of these um, people who die in battle are called the Einherjar, and they're delivered to him by Valkyries, which are flying ladies who decide who dies in battle. And the Einherjar, which I'm saying wrong, I'll just be, I'm going to level with you. That can't be how that's said. I mean, I'm fine with it because I have no idea. Okay. Well, the Einherjar, they chill with Odin. They eat a resurrecting beast. So they eat this thing, but it like resurrects. So they're eating the same beast always, Uh which is common in these Norse myths because Thor had this like cow that he used to travel with that he would eat it and then he'd put it back together and eat it again. I mean, it's just part of being a good human being and recycling. It's very green. Yeah. It's very green. Um, or, I'm sorry, a good God. It's being yeah. a good God. Yeah. Cause they are not how, humans. how dare I refer to them as human beings? Oh man. Yeah, I know. They're different. They're I'm going different. to the underworld. Um, <laughs> with Hades and Persephone. <laughs> Sydney's really mad at you, Hades. <laughs> I gotta tell you, my friend Sydney hates you. <laughs> She's not like you one bit. She says you're a bad guy. <laughs> Um, so the Einherjar, they're eating this resurrecting beast and they're training for the Battle of Ragnarok, uh, even though it is already been told that they're going to lose and be devoured by a monstrous wolf named Fenrir. Uh oh. But when they're not training for battle, um, or eating this resurrecting beast, the Valkyries bring them mead to drink. So that's cool. Yeah. They are, they're dead, they're drunk, and they're training to die again. Oh. Sounds pretty awesome. That's not a bad life. It's obviously like a great Viking religion where it's like, you must die well and proud so you can go to uh, Valhalla. Yeah. And have the Valkyries feed you mead. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds actually pretty you good. That's, get your mead on. Get your mead on. Get your mead on. <laughs> um, yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I just really enjoy that song. Uh, we'll uh, have to remix it. Yeah, we. Well, your husband's a DJ. You have him do that. Put some music behind it. Yes. Can you just take this and make it into something? 
And maybe we can do uh, like a Patreon thing where it's special content and it's just us drinking mead. There's a place up in Flagstaff, like a brewery that makes a couple different meads on site. Okay. So we could go and drink some mead and get our mead on. I'll try it. And dress as Valkyries. (laughs) (laughs) Take it to our shoes with little wings on them. Yes. Yes. 100%. And we'll ride our eight-legged steed. That's Greek, right? The shoes and the the wings. I mean, these Valkyries have wings somewhere on them because they fly. Cool. So who's to say? There's a lot of open... It's open to artistic interpretation mythologies. Okay. Um, Neil Gaiman says in the intro to Norse myths that most of the fun in mythology comes from retelling them yourself because there's... Like putting your own twist on it. Yeah. Because uh, they are, you know, they come from oral tradition, and then when you retell it, you get to kind of write the dialogue, and it's a it's a fun time. Fun uh, to be had for the whole family. The whole family. Just sit around and tell each other myths. Yeah. Do Here's it. a family activity from someone who doesn't have a family. Oh. Write some myths on pieces of paper. Put them in a hat. Everyone draws one. You have like an hour to research it, and then you have to retell those myths to each other. Oh, yeah, it'll be fun. Seems like too much work. That's what most families would be like. Yes, I don't want to put that much effort into anything. We have Netflix. Oh, Netflix and chill, bro. God, I fucking hate humans. Anyways, (laughs) uh, because I have had the best time writing and rewriting my notes on Odin. It has been heaven. heaven on earth and um so in are you laughing at me (laughs) i understand there is a reason that no one has sex with me and it's not because i'm annoying or because i'm gross or because i have hemorrhoids it's because my (laughs) idea of a good time is researching (sighs) myths alone yeah and i very rarely get excited about anything other than disneyland or Subway Sandwiches, or Mythologies, or the Star Wars Expanded Universe novels, which are now known as Star Wars myths because they're no longer canon. I understand that these are the (laughs) things that are coming between me and sexual satisfaction, and I'm working with it, shoo. (laughs) Good for you, Sydney. You're on your way. I recently decided that maybe I should spice things up and buy a different vibrator, Oh, you know, just to really have options in my life. Like, it's about time. Yeah. Um, Are you going to name it Odin? Yeah. Sweet. That would be amazing. (laughs) Fuck yeah. And it has just like a beard. (laughs) You glue a merkin to it. Why why is there... Why is there a fucking trail of hair? Uh, <laughs> it's like put away in the cabinet, but the beard is hanging out. And someone's so like, gross. why is there hair hanging out of your cabinet? And I'm oh, like, oh, that's no. uh, Odin's beard. Oh, my God. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so in Norse myths, they have a thing called the world tree, also known as Yggdrasil. And this uh, world tree connects the nine worlds of Norse mythology and its branches go up into the heavens and down into other worlds. And it's speculated that Yggdrasil um, translates into Odin's horse um, because gallows are the horse of the hanged. So, like, if you are hung, the gallows are the horse that you ride into the afterworld. Uh-huh. And Odin hung himself from Yggdrasil, and so they named it after him. Um, but he speared, he speared himself 
And then he hung himself from this tree in order to like gain greater knowledge. Oh. And so he hung from it for nine days, no food, no water. And he was in and out of life and death. And there's a very similar scene in American Gods where Shadow does this. Right. right? Um, And in this state, he saw many things and he gained much wisdom. And this is where he discovered the runes, which was the Germanic alphabet. Um, Pre there being a Latin alphabet, the Germanic language had an alphabet called the runes. And apparently Odin discovered it. Um, so that's cool. He's kind of an artsy guy. Like he's yeah. a tough guy and he's like, let's fucking kill some shit and look at my beard and shit. But like, also he's really into poetry and knowledge. I got runes. Right. He's, they yeah. look really cool too. Like I kind of wish that was still the alphabet. Yeah. They're very pretty. Uh, maybe we'll, for our, uh, social meds do like a picture of the runes because okay. they are very pretty. But yeah, I like this guy. He's very masculine, but yet is like, I need to know more and drink that mead yeah turn into a snake <laughs> uh but also at yggdrasil the world tree there's this guy named mimir and mimir is the rememberer mimir mimir yeah uh-huh. um and the water around the tree is known as mimir's well and so mimir he's his knowledge is unparalleled because he drinks this water all the time it's his fucking well and he's consuming the knowledge of all the worlds. And in some versions, uh, Mimir is a disembodied herb embalmed head. <laughs> he's not even a living creature or entity. He's just this head, which is weird. He's disembodied and he's embalmed, but he still talks. He still drinks the water and talks. You know what is so weird about that? You were just thinking about buying a human head. No. I mean, that would be cool, but yeah. no. Okay. Um, When I was little, my grandpa used to tell me the story. It was, like, supposed to be, like, a scary story, but it was, like, yeah, I came across this river, and I heard someone singing, and they're saying, I have nobody <gasps> of my own. And when I, I saw, it was a floating head. With no body. <laughs> I mean, it's it this needs, guy. It needs some narrative fluffing that story, but that creeps me the fuck it's out. It's the song. Though. It's Mimir's head just drifting down the river. I have no body of my own. <laughs> well, Grandpa, you gave me nightmares. I told my friend's daughter that story because she wanted to hear a spooky story and she just thought it was stupid. <laughs> She's like, that's not even possible. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. No. You think the fucking no. cutoff heads can't sing? Well, they fucking can. She's just like, that's not real. And I'm like, I know. I know. That's why it's a scary story and it's not the news. Um, <laughs> that's the difference. <laughs> um, so Odin asks for a drink and Mimir testing him presents him with a blade and says, will you give me an eye in exchange for knowledge? And Odin does not even hesitate. He takes the knife oh. and he cuts out his eye and he drops it in the well. And um, he gets a drink from this Mimir's well and get all the knowledge of the world. 
And I postulate that this is a metaphor for student loan debt. Like, what will you give in exchange for knowledge? <laughs> right. Because I often feel like that's what I've done. Um, but it's undoubtedly a, par- a parable about um, sacrificing your lesser self for your higher self. Because yeah. this is how serious. This dude wants to be smart so bad that he's like, I'll fucking kill myself. He's, yeah. And I should say when he sacrificed him on himself on that tree, he sacrificed himself as a... Um, sacrifice to himself, which is like the most satanic thing I've ever heard. Yeah. It wasn't like sacrificing himself to other gods or to whatever. He, he said something about like, I sacrifice myself to myself in the pursuit of knowledge. And Damn, like that, Odin. that is the most satanic thing I've ever heard. And I fucking love it because, yeah. you know, it is about self-worship and pursuit of becoming better so you are your own god you are inhale yourself that's right um so uh part of the knowledge that he gets in this fucking eyeball situation is he learns about how the wolf is going to eat him during ragnarok but that doesn't stop him from training the dudes to fucking do the damn thing and get eaten by the wolves Uh uh-huh so, anyways, I think he's a total daddy. Is what I mean. All of this, <laughs> I like how you're like. You know what? I just, I just think he's a hot daddy, and I, I want to fuck him. I think he's a really hot daddy. Okay, he's super into himself, and he's strong, and he wants to be smart. And um, I think I could get into the one eye thing if he had a patch. Patches are hot, but when you see like the socket, that's yeah. gross. And if it's stitched shut, it's just sad. But the patch is hot. Yeah. I will say, the guy playing him in American Gods, the TV show, Uh not hot. No, because he's like... He's like an old, sophisticated man. Yes. I'm like, oh, Odin's very sophisticated. And that actor was very hot when he was on Deadwood. But now he's... that show. It's a great show. Um, Deadwood is a great great show but he was old and hot on that show and now he's like old past daddy territory and they dye his hair jet black yeah so when you have a dude who's 70 with dyed jet black hair it's not hot i'm not saying i wouldn't hit it but i'm just saying i wouldn't cut my eye out yeah to hit it um totes totes (laughs) but in general i think the idea of odin's pretty sexy yeah Odin's a hot guy. Yeah. He's got it going on. He's like, I'll be there for you when you need to battle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to encourage you to learn things. You know, give back to nature. Appreciate your animals. Yeah. Have animal friends in pairs, which is the best way to have animal friends. Totally. I love a good pair. Oh, and I didn't even say it. So Wednesday is named after him because it the root of it oh. is Woden's Day. Which is one of his names was Woden. So when's in American Gods, he is goes by Mr. Wednesday. Yes. And um, it's because Wednesday is named after Odin. I never knew that. That's an example of paganism in America. That actually makes it even better Mm -hmm. now because it makes sense. And his name is Mr. Wednesday. Yep. And we release our show on Wednesdays. Because Odin. Because we're getting it done. (laughs) When we first started, we said, what day should we release our main episodes? And we're like, you know what? 
First off, we got to give it up to Odin. So uh, naturally, it would be on a Wednesday. Yeah, just it, we didn't even have to think about it. It was like it's what it, he wants. It's Woden's day, and <sighs> the fucking Woden <laughs> and him and the eight-legged steed he wode in on. <laughs> Oh, boom! <laughs> well, that was a good one. Comedy jokes, comedy. That was gold. Thank you. Oh, thank nice. you. So yeah, I think um, I don't know. If anything, I hope this inspires people to read American Gods or Norse myths. Norse mythology is really interesting. It's very powerful. It really is. I mean, I very much enjoyed watching Vikings because of how much. Like they incorporate the mythology, Ooh. they pray to the gods before their battles, and they sacrifice. And I'm gonna cool. start watching that because it just showed up on one of my streaming oh, services. Oh, it's so good! Yeah, my life is about it's to improve. Hot. It's good. I just I saw it, but then I had started watching Claws with Nisi Nash. Oh, and it's actually a really good show. Uh huh. Have you heard of it? It's about the nails, right? Yes. Okay, it's like a nail shop. Yes, and it sounds terrible, but it's a I love Nisi Nash though. She's great. I it, I listened to an episode of her on RuPaul. Um, oh yes. and Michelle Visage's podcast, and um, yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing, and it has um the redheaded lady from True Blood and uh Chris Brown's ex Karuchi Tran. Okay, and the. It takes place in Miami, and the outfits are amazing, and the dialogue is amazing, and it's about, like, tough women. And there's, I don't know, there's all this, like, criminal underbelly, uh, money laundering, and most importantly, nails. Oh, so it's like a fictional show? Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was more like... I'm going to open up a nail salon. No, no, it's not a reality show. It's about um, these women running a nail salon, okay. but they're doing some money laundering to get money to open their own place. I see. And it's very pulpy, soap opera-y, but uh-huh. great, great outfits and okay. actors. Um, but I will probably have to start watching Vikings because now yeah. I'm so sopping wet for <laughs> Norse myths. <laughs> I'm just sopping wet. It's all powerful. And 2018 is not only the year of the cum queen, it's the year of me not being a pussy anymore. And what is more empowering yeah. than people who are willing to fucking cut their own eyeball out to yeah. learn shit? Like, that's crazy. You gotta give it up to Odin. You have to. And uh, yeah, be like, no, I'm gonna work in this dude's field for months doing the work of nine slaves just to get a sip of mead. Yeah. Talk about putting in work. That's right. You I, get in you get out what you put in. Yeah. And he <laughs> did. He got that mead. And he also got the fuck the farmer's daughter. That's true. So I, I feel like he has a hypnotizing power about him where he's like, Ooh, I'm hot. And you're like, okay. It's that masculine confidence where you believe anything that they say. Yeah. Because he's so confident and focused. As someone who is, I, I can be kind of all over the place and um, like not directional and just someone who has that laser focus where this is what I want and this is what I'm going to get and I will do it by any means necessary. There's something very hypnotic about that. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, when someone is that 
certain of themselves. You're like, okay, whatever you say, man. Yeah. I'll believe it. Confidence is a turn on. Confidence is a turn on. So if we can just find me someone who's like a Paul Reiser, Odin type, like a Jeffrey Dean Morgan <laughs> playing Odin. Yeah. By the way, do you know Jeffrey Dean Morgan lives on a farm? I mean, I'm not surprised. Him and his wife have um, donkeys. Like they, one of their donkeys just had a baby. Huh. I can't even. Wow. Like, just a beautiful man yeah. walking his donkeys on his farm. It's, it's amazing. Oh, I can't. It's yeah. too he's, much. He's living the life. It, he really is. Like, oh, I have a beautiful wife and babies. And also we have a fucking farm. Yeah. Oh. oh. Anyways, I'm in love with him. Go be on my fucking show. I'm going to go be on The Walking Dead as like the coolest villain ever. Yeah. I'm so in love with him. And I'm not going to interfere with his marriage. Like, I understand he's doing his own thing. I'm proud but... of you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. We've learned a lot this oh. recording episode is that I no longer date people who are pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And I also no longer try to um, destroy celebrity marriages. That's right. So I'm a good person. Yeah. And I should be rewarded with knowledge and mead. But I'm going to get you that mead. The knowledge you're going to have to find on your own. Have you ever had mead? <laughs> Yeah. Did, what did you think of it? Honestly, I don't remember. It I, was so long ago. Same. I, I feel like it was strong. I feel like... I can't remember if it was sweet or not. Because I, I feel like I thought it was going to be sweeter than it was. Uh-huh. But I'm not... It's been like... Probably like five years. Let's get some mead and we'll drink it and update people. Because I had someone's... I was at an anarchist mixer when I was about 16 or 17, uh-huh. uh, as one does. Oh, you know, I know what it was. It was a, it was a mixer between the uh, Phoenix Anarchist Coalition and then some, like, socialist fucking group. And it's like, it's a mixer. Let's get drunk and talk. Uh, we'll all work it out. But as a surprise to no one, someone there uh, had brought a bunch of bottles of mead that they made because, yeah. Why wouldn't why wouldn't have yeah, someone that makes sense there been making their own mead? <laughs> so I drank some of it, but I think I was I was too young. I didn't have the palate that I have now. I didn't have the appreciation, and I just thought that tasted like something. Yeah, hopefully it gets me drunk. <laughs> That's the main goal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we'll have to get that mead then. Get that do mead. an update. Do that's the most. So many things have come out of this episode. I still have father hunger, and we need to drink mead. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, is that, are we good? I think so. I feel like I we mean, did it. There's, there's so much, there's so much more about Odin, probably. Like, it seemed like there's, he just lives all kinds of lives. He does. You know, so we only got into a, a slice of his life, but it was, a, it was good. Yeah. You can learn more about him from books. And there's, I always recommend the Myths and Legends podcast. Okay. Which it's a great go to sleep podcast, and this guy Jason Weiser um, retells different myths from across cultures and times. And he's done a couple about Odin, um, and they're very good. Uh-huh. So, does he have anything to do with fictional? He's the same guy who does fictional. Oh, I love his voice. He has a great voice, and I like yeah. that his wife is his production partner. So they write these shows together. Uh, fictional he retells the story of like a classic 
book. And he does it all in like under an hour. And he does it in a way that if it's like old school writing, he makes it make sense for today's Mm -hmm. times. Like he kind of modernizes it. It's very conversational. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So check out Jason Weiser's shows, Fictional and Myths and Legend. And uh, have a happy hump day. 